this is Chef Kelly York and this is Therapeutic Cuisine. I specialize in developing recipes that use natural ingredients to target and alleviate various human common ailments. Today we're going to focus on IBS. IBS stands for Irritable Bowel Syndrome. It's a condition that a lot of people have, almost 15 to 20 percent of the population in America is affected by it, but I think it's more because it's something that a lot of folks don't like to talk about and um, we know that the industrialized world is prevalent with more gut uh, conditions. Our first recipe today is going to be a uh, IBS friendly pancake square with a blueberry umami sauce and the blueberry umami sauce is a tart and sweet and sassy sauce that has the um, umami from the miso and miso is a fermented soybean paste sounds awful with blueberries but it actually is delicious so let's get started the first thing we're going to do is take some almond oil. So I almost always use almond oil when I am cooking or sauteing because it has a high smoke point. But I'm going to go ahead and use that because I also like the flavor and I also like the profile of the fats that are in almond oil. They have a lot of monosaturated or monounsaturated fat in them. So we're going to go ahead and grease an 8 by 8 inch uh, baking pan and then I'm going to take a mixing bowl and make a batter. First thing I'm going to do is take some egg whites and the egg whites are high in protein, the egg albumin. And I'm going to add to that some almond oil. Oh, excuse me, almond milk. And the almond milk I like to use because it is non-dairy. We're going to give that a stir. It also has a good flavor profile. And dairy foods can exasperate IBS. Next we're going to add some flour and I use an oat flour because oat flour is high in beta gluten and that is also uh, something that is friendly to IBS. You don't want to eat the wheat flours. I'm also adding barley flour. Now barley flour is a wonderful flour to cook with. Um, it does have gluten in it but it's really good for diabetics because it takes a little longer for it to, for the glucose in it to get uh, absorbed by your uh, bloodstream. So I, whenever I'm cooking for diabetics, I must always use barley products. Next, we're going to add some coconut sugar. This is from the coconut palm tree. And I like to use it because it has a little bit more minerals in it. With IBS, you want to use sugars. You want to stay away from the fructose sugars. Um, but actually, this is a diet where you can actually use a little bit of sucrose or regular table sugar. And in this case, we're using the palm sugar granules. And next, we're going to add some flaxseed. This is ground flaxseed. And flaxseed has wonderful uh, omega-3 uh, properties to it. It also has lignans in it. Um, very good for IBS. So now that the batter's made, we're going to go ahead and make sure that that's well blended. 
Okay, after the flax is well blended in there, we're going to pour that into our baking pan. And I'm going to stick that in the oven at 425 for about 20 minutes till it's puffed in the middle. This is all we need to do for our pancake squares. While this is cooking, I'm going to make our blueberry umami sauce, so I'll be right back. Okay, now my pancake squares are in the oven. I'm gonna go ahead and make a blueberry umami sauce. First we're gonna do is add some blueberries into a small sauce pot. And with that, I'm gonna add some more sugar. And again, I'm using that coconut palm sugar. And a little water. And then finally, I use mochiko flour. And the reason I like to use mochiko flour is because that is uh, a starch that's made from the mochiko rice grains, the maki, uh, moki, uh, and it stretches when you freeze sauces. Unlike using a wheat flour, which you want to stay away from with IBS anyway, uh, but the rice flour, the starch will stretch when your molecules of water freeze, unlike with, say, a wheat flour or other kinds of starches, so that when you freeze that sauce and then defrost it, your sauce will still be nice and smooth. It won't separate. So we're going to go ahead and add that mochiko flour. Mochiko flour is also good because if you are eating gluten-free, uh, rice flour does not have any gluten in it. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to mix that together and we want to bring it up to a boil so that the starch will thicken the sauce. Now if you're using a, a frozen uh, blueberry, this will take a little bit longer. But I'm going to go ahead and let this go, stir it occasionally, and when it's nice and thick, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll add the last two ingredients. Okay, so this is thickening up nicely. I'm gonna take it off the heat and we're gonna finish with the last two ingredients. Now this blueberry sauce, once it starts to boil, if you're using fresh blueberries, the juices will start to come out into the sauce and it starts to turn that beautiful deep purple blue. If you're using frozen, the same thing will happen. It'll just take a little bit longer. At first when you start cooking it, it looks kind of gloppy and you're thinking, is this gonna to come together? But it does. So we're gonna take that off the heat and the last two ingredients, it's important that you take it off the heat first because you don't want bring up this is a miso paste you don't want to cook that you're gonna kill all the beautiful bugs so anything above say um, 135 is probably getting too hot so we take it off the, the boiling has stopped I'm gonna add the miso paste and then also I'm going to add some pomegranate powder now pomegranate powder is a, uh, made from freeze-dried pomegranates and if you're eating a FODMAP diet, which is a special diet that was uh, developed by the Australians uh, back in 2005, has turned out to be very beneficial for people with IBS. And what it does is it cuts out certain types of carbohydrates. And I, um, it's a really hard acronym to say, that's why we say FODMAP, and it stands for um, fermented oleo uh, dye and monosaccharides and polyols, which are all types of, um, of uh, carbohydrates. So my uh, blueberries are now blending with that uh, miso sauce. The pomegranate uh, powder is going to be sprinkled on top. If you can't find pomegranate powder, you could actually add just more sugar. It'll be a little bit sweeter. Uh, the pomegranate powder does have sugar in it, and that's why I say it's, um, it's uh, actually a, a fruit that you want to stay with if you're really sensitive to the fructose uh, sugars. But since it's not put in this recipe in a large amount, 
uh, it works out fine. And then finally, I add some lemon juice. Now, the lemon juice can be added before you start boiling or after. There's no dairy in this, so it's not really a factor. The lemon juice is really there just to brighten up with a little bit of the acidic flavor that cuts through um, and brings up the flavor of not only the, the um, miso, but also the blueberries. So I'm going to go ahead and start getting ready to prep to make our next recipe, which will be a two-layered IBS-friendly stuffed peppers. We'll be right back. Okay, now we're back and we're going to make some IBS-friendly stuffed peppers. First, we're going to go ahead and make an enchilada sauce. This recipe kind of has a little southwestern bend to it, but it's a very calming uh, southwestern spices. First thing we're going to do is we're going to take some tomato paste and we're going to put that in a small sauce pot with some spices. We're going to use cumin and coriander. Coriander is wonderful for IBS. It's very calming for the colon. I think um, it's called black jeera powder in Asia and that's going to go into the pan. We're going to also add some dried oregano. Oregano is you wouldn't think about it in southwestern cuisine, but it's actually in a lot of recipes. And then some smoked paprika. So I'm going to let this simmer for about 10 minutes so all those flavors meld a little bit. Then we're going to thicken it. But meanwhile, I'm going to go ahead and get ready to make my stuffed peppers. To make the stuffed peppers, I like to use a bell pepper. I'm not talking about a hot habanero, but just something nice and mild. Um, you can use green, red, or yellow. I've got the green today. You're going to cut those in half and remove the stem and the ribs and the seeds and make little cups. So instead of doing that, we've got those ready. We're going to move on and make the filling. And the filling is made with um, a lean protein. We're using ground turkey today. We're going to put that in a bowl and add some uh, flavorings and ingredients that are very IBS friendly. First we're going to start out with a little bit of chopped mushrooms. Now these mushrooms, you can take all these vegetables and coarsely chop it and then uh, pulse it in your food processor to do the cutting for you. Or you can cut them by hand like we did today. So first is that I'm going to add some mushrooms and some chopped parsnips. All of these vegetables are good for um, gut health and also mild on the gut. There are lists that you can go online, the FOD map uh, ingredients, to look to see which vegetables you should stay away from. A lot of the vegetables that are sulfur-based, like the cruciferous vegetables, like um, Brussels sprouts and um, uh, cabbage, are not so good. Actually, cabbage is OK, I believe. And then we're going to add some carrots. We know that's on the list. Um, just a wonderful uh, vegetable full of beta carotene. Uh, we add some celery. Now celery is something you want to stay away from in big amounts, but with little amounts, uh, you can probably um, find that you're not going to have any uh, reactions to it. It's kind of a cumulative thing. So when you start using those um, vegetables that are not on the list and and start to layer them up, then you start to get to the last straw on the camel's back. So you have to find out by an elimination um, what really works best for you. Because all people are a little different, and you might have some things that you can tolerate that somebody else with IBS can't. So you have to do a little bit of journaling and be very conscious of what you're eating and what maybe you feel gassy or bloated. Um, what was it in common with other meals that you ate and you had that reaction. So now I'm adding some chopped cilantro. 
And cilantro is a wonderful herb that um, actually is very cleansing. Um, you can actually eat cilantro. It'll help remove some of the uh, metal poisonings uh, that you might pick up um, if you work in an environment where you're exposed to those kinds of things. I'm also going to add some oregano and some more smoked paprika, salt and pepper. And this is purely for flavoring. Now, if you have high hypertension or high sodium, you might want to use um, uh, potassium chloride instead of sodium chloride. And finally, I'm going to add some cumin and some coriander. Again, cumin is very calming. Oh, one last thing is the flaxseed. Ground flaxseed is also an ingredient that is wonderful for IBS. Uh, it's high in the lignans in the ALA, omega-3 ALA. Uh, fatty acids. Now, the AOA is found in a lot of the plants. It's the omega-3 that you find in a lot of the plant-based products. And your body actually converts that into DHA and EHA. Um, but uh, it's very beneficial to eat and put in the ingredients wherever you can throw it. It's a very lovely uh, seed to work with. I'm finally adding some bulk here. And when you have uh, grains like oats and um, legumes that are high in soluble fiber, not insoluble fiber. And the difference is a soluble fiber cuts down. It adds bulk to your colon. It helps things move. Um, and it's, when it hits liquid, it forms like a gel. It looks like a clear gel, whereas insoluble fiber uh, doesn't digest and it's more, um, uh, it breaks down and looks like fiber. So I'm going to go ahead and wash my hands a little bit here and then finish the uh, enchilada sauce. So I'll be right back. Okay, now I'm back to my enchilada sauce. It's been simmering for about 10 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and thicken it. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to make a slurry. So I'm going to take a little bit more broth and some masa harina, which is um, corn. And corn and rice are very good for IBS. You want to stay away from the wheat products. I'm going to stir that and you can whisk this so that it is nice and smooth. And I've got a very small bowl here, so it's actually a little awkward, but we'll get there. What I'm going to do is remove this so it's not boiling so much. And I'm going to whisk it into my sauce. It's always good to add cold to hot or hot to cold as far as trying to keep from lumps uh, working up. So I'm going to put this back on the fire for a little bit for two or three minutes so that I can cook out some of that starchy flavor. And I'm seeing it uh, thicken up to the right consistency. There we go, it's coming back up to a boil. So once that has cooked for two or three minutes, we're gonna add that to a nine by 13 pan on the bottom, a little bath of enchilada sauce. Enchilada sauce is so easy to make at home. And that way you know what ingredients you're putting in. You want to try to stay with organic fruits and vegetables and ingredients when you are uh, cooking for uh, IBS diets. Now, we're going to take our green peppers and we're going to, actually, you know what, let's fill them first. We're going to take our mix and we're going to put a little bit in the bottom. Now, this is a two-layered recipe, so you're not mounding it up way tall on the top. And that will go right into our enchilada sauce. Okay, I'm going to go and finish up putting the rest of this in and rinse off my hands a little bit. We're going to come back and make the custard sauce. Next, we're going to make a custard tortilla topping that's going to go on the top layer of our turkey stuffing. So I'm going to take a bowl here and add some eggs. 
this is two eggs here, and mix in some of that wonderful, rich pumpkin puree. Now you want to buy the pumpkin puree that is um, organic, uh, preferably, and also not the pumpkin pie mix. That's going to have sugar in it at the grocery store. So you just want the pure pumpkin puree. You can get a Tetra Pak now, um, looks like a little square carton. Next, I'm going to add some maple syrup, just a tad bit of sweetness. Here again, I'm controlling what I'm putting in, and maple syrup is one of my favorite uh, sweets when you go that route. That wonderful cumin, again, cumin is, I can't say enough wonderful things about it. And finally, I add a little turmeric. Now what the turmeric does is it gives um, anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, it also is very colorful. Okay, now once that's all nice and evenly blended, I'm going to take some tortilla strips. This is corn tortillas. You don't want to use the whole wheat, but a pure corn tortilla that um, is organic because corn um, is a highly GMO processed or um, grown grain. So get an organic corn product and then cut it into little julienne strips. This I'm going to pour into and I'm going to keep a little set aside for one last little topping. But you mix that into the pumpkin and the reason that we're doing that is it all kind of glutenizes together into a mass that's going to keep your filling from running off the top. See that's one of the things we did here is we, love, we leveled off our meat and we're going to take that second layer, a little bit of the tortilla, a little bit of the pumpkin custard, and just stick it on the top. That's going to give you some volume there. We're going to evenly distribute this amongst all eight. All right, I'm going to go ahead and put this in the oven. I'm going to bake it till it's cooked all the way through. And then we're going to come back and we're going to make a wonderful side dish, which is a uh, braised sliced potatoes that go very nicely with this for a meal. So I'll be right back. Okay, now that the peppers are cooking, we're going to make a nice IBS friendly braised potato dish that pairs very nicely with the uh, double stuffed peppers. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take some cumin seeds put them in a hot pot and toast them. You want to bring the oils up so they are nice and fragrant. Um, they'll start actually popping. You'll hear some snapping. Um, when that happens, which uh, is about to happen, I'm going to add some stock. So essentially what we're doing is we're flavoring our stock a little bit more with that nice IBS calming cumin seeds. I'm going to let that heat a little while and I'm going to cut my potatoes. And the potatoes that you want to use is a russet potato. A russet potato is a dry, mealier type of flesh, and it will absorb the liquids better than, say, a waxy potato, like a new red potato or a younger potato. I'm going to cut these. And what you do is I peel them first. Sometimes I'll leave the peel on. Uh, the peel has a lot of uh, minerals and um, uh, all that good stuff that's good for you. But you want to make sure that the potatoes are clean. So you take a vegetable brush and underwater clean off your potatoes or cut out any extra eyes. Um, clean them up. You can also try to resize them so they're all consistent because you want your potatoes to cook at the same rate. So I'm going to take my first potato and I'm going to first cut the little bottom off so that it doesn't roll around and it's nice and flat. 
and I'm going to make about one eighth inch to one quarter inch cuts. And as I cut, I like to lean back a little bit because uh, if you cut on the bias or on the angle, you can spread this out and it makes a prettier arrangement when you put it in the pan. You can get real cute and go real thin or I just like to go about a quarter of an inch. I'm going to go ahead and cut all four of these and as I go along and finish that, my broth should be fine. It's just starting to boil. I can smell the cumin seeds. I do this very carefully because you want to keep the potatoes nice and consistent. Um, you don't want to jumble it up. We're not making a scallop potato here. We're going to stay right in the same shape of the original potato. We'll just get this last one done here. And you want a nice good chef's knife that is nice and sharp to do this. You also want to work fast enough that your potatoes don't oxidize. I'm going to go ahead and line these up in a 9 by 13 pan. And you can arrange them uh, horizontally or vertically, but you do want to keep the potato in its original shape. I have pre-oiled the dish so that the potatoes don't stick as bad with a little bit of olive oil. And the olive oil is wonderful. Uh, it's got a high uh, smoke point if you get the um, filtered kind. But the, because this is going to be in a broth, you can actually use one that is more of a cold pressed and even an unfiltered olive oil. Just more of the good stuff. In that goes, and I've got them actually fitting in there pretty well. I'm going to go ahead and pour the broth over that. Now you don't want the potatoes floating in the broth. So you add just enough so that the potatoes are in a bath of broth. And I like to distribute the cumin seeds nice and evenly. The last step is I'm going to make a topping that's going to bake over these potatoes. And what that consists of is some wonderful omega-3 rich ground flax seeds salt and pepper. And again, if you're watching your sodium content, you want to try to use uh, potassium chloride instead of sodium chloride. Some oregano, some smoked paprika, or chili powder actually. Uh, paprika is um, from the red uh, capsicum pepper and uh, you can use a mild, uh, a mild kind. Uh, a hot spicy one could be a little aggravating to IBS. And that was our oil from the pan. So I'm going to go ahead and mix that up. And then you just evenly sprinkle that on the top of all your potatoes. We're going to cover this with either some parchment paper or some wax paper or even just a piece of foil on the top. Stick it in a 370 degree, no, 375 degree oven for about 20 to 30 minutes until the potatoes absorb most of the water and they're nice and tender. And if your potatoes absorb a lot of the water early on, just add some more liquid, be it your broth, your water, whatever. Take a little peek under the foil. The last 10 minutes or so, take the foil off to let it get nice and brown. I'm going to go ahead and put this in the oven at 375 for 20 to 30 minutes, and then I'll come back and we'll do a little summary of all three IBS-friendly recipes. So here we have it, three IBS-friendly recipes. We started off today by making pancake squares with a blueberry umami sauce. 
Then we made stuffed two-layer peppers and braised potatoes. Remember, with IBS, you want to eat foods that are friendly on the gut. You can go to the FODMAP uh, lists online and look at which foods um, have carbohydrates that might trigger your IBS. IBS, again, is that spastic colon. And foods like potatoes and corn, uh, probiotic foods, uh, foods that are, have the good bugs that you want to put into your gut. A happy gut is a happy immunity system. So I'm going to finally close out here with adding some of my blueberries onto my pancakes. This is a wonderful breakfast for feeling good after you eat. The blueberries are full of those uh, polyphenols and anthocyanins. Our, our stuffed pepper has two layers. It's a nice lean protein turkey blend with IBS friendly vegetables and we cover that with a pumpkin custard and finally we end up with our braised potatoes that are a delicious side item for our stuffed pepper. And there you have it, our oven braised potatoes. A wonderful side dish for the twice layered stuffed peppers. I'm Chef Kelly York and this is Therapeutic Cuisine and remember as the father of medicine Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine and let medicine be thy food. We'll see you again soon.